the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. I have no idea how many times I have said this, but it is true. It just gets harder and harder and harder to be a skeptic concerning the validity of the Bible. I mean, it's getting more and more and more difficult. Uh, hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. It is the 4 o'clock hour. Thank you for joining me. Uh, another important archaeological discovery validates the truth of Scripture. i get to that very quickly. Uh, I just want to remind you that uh, uh, today and tomorrow, you can still give to the Option Line Heartbeat International campaign. We have met our goal. We have exceeded it by, I think, about $19. I don't think anything new came in yesterday. Uh, But we're over $8,000 to underwrite over 108 hours of Option Line at Heartbeat International. And I just want to rejoice, thank God, thank all of you who have given Uh, So incredibly generous. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I would love to see us go a little further and take care of some more hours. And you can continue to give to this campaign today and tomorrow. If you want to call, you have to do this before 5 o'clock today because the switchboard at Heartbeat will shut down, I believe, at 5 o'clock. But from now to 5 o'clock, you can still call 614 885-7577, and become a part of this life-saving ministry right here in Columbus. Or you can continue to go online at thewordcolumbus.com and simply click on Heartbeat International. Again, you can call until 5 o'clock. Don't you want to be a part of this? 614-885-7577. Seventy-five, seventy-seven. Uh, again, we have reached our goal and exceeded it, I think, by $19. I'd love to go much, much farther than that. All right. Uh, if, you, uh, if you know anything about biblical archaeology and the skeptics, uh, I, I don't know how many years ago, but in fairly recent history, biblical skeptics said there is no archaeological evidence that King David ever existed. He's such a major part of that Old Testament. And uh, if he was one of the most prominent kings of Israel, then you would think we would at least have his name mentioned somewhere. We would have some 
archaeological proof that he existed, but there is none. Therefore, this whole thing about David in the Bible is just a fairy tale. It's a fable. It's a legend. It's an elaborate legend, but it's only found in the Bible. It's not found in history, not found in archaeology, blah, 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 blah. That was the stance of the skeptics for a long time. Yeah, no more. Uh, No more. And I've said this before. If you go to Israel, and I hope you do, uh, you will probably go to the Western Wall. I hope you do. And right across the street, your bus will probably park on this certain street where you walk up to the Western Wall. Right across the street is a huge, gigantic, ginormous excavation of the city of David. Yeah, the city of David. There is no skeptic whatsoever. Ever, who makes the argument any longer, well, the, the, the whole David thing was just a legend, there's an enormous amount of archaeological evidence now that David was a real character. And here's another one. This is, this is really fascinating to me because a, uh, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, a steel or a steely. I think it's steel, S-T-E-L-E. It's a stone. It's an upright stone. Well, there was a steel or stele called the Misha stele. It's sometimes called the Moabite stone. It was discovered in 1868, okay? And there are markings on it. Uh, there are writings on it. But it was, it was discovered in 1868, and it was damaged in 1869, which made the inscriptions almost unreadable. However, after it was discovered, there was what is called a page squeeze. That is a paper mache impression of the tablet. Are you following me? The uh, This tablet was discovered in 1868, and after it was uh, discovered, the uh, writings were really difficult to discern and so forth, and they made what is called a page squeeze, which is a paper mache impression of the tablet, and then the tablet was damaged. And so this paper mache impression hung around for years and years and years at the time. The slab was dated to the 9th century B.C., And it chronicles the victories of King Misha of Moab. That's why it's called the Moabite Stone. Well, this papier-mâché impression had been kind of forgotten because they couldn't read it. Well, quote, in 2015, a team from the West Semitic Research Project at the University of Southern California took new digital photographs of both the restored stone and the paper squeeze that was done in 1869. Well, they didn't think much about it. They did a little bit of research and so forth. The team used a method called reflectance transformation imaging. 
in which numerous digital images are taken of an artifact from different angles and then combined to create a precise three-dimensional digital rendering of the piece uh, and so on. This method is especially valuable, blah, 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 blah. That was in 2015. In 2018, now remember, it was originally discovered in 1868, damaged in 1869. In 2015, these digital photographs were taken. Then, in 2018, the Louvre Museum took new high-resolution backlit pictures of the squeeze, this papier-mâché thing, where the light was projected directly through the 150-year-old paper to provide a clearer view of the ancient letter that it records. Fast forward to just recently. They have reevaluated that work that was done at the Louvre, and they have now concluded they can decipher letters that were unintelligible previously, and now they know that there is a definite reference to, quote, the house of David. Quote, thanks to recent photographic evidence, our authors argue that this reading can now be confirmed. I love stories like this. They had this in, uh, what did I say, 18, uh, 1868. And then it was damaged in 1869. They had taken this paper mache thing, but nobody could make use of it. And then technology continued to get better and better and better and better. And now finally, they now know some of the things on this stone that they could not decipher earlier. And uh, this is uh, 800 B.C. proof of the historicity of King David and the House of David and his role in many of the battles in ancient Israel. I love that. I just love that. 2,900 years old, and they've just now deciphered it. Like I said, it continues to get more difficult to be a skeptic. And yet they are there. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. This is insane. A lot of insanity going around. Uh, Do you remember the big controversy over the Theodore Roosevelt statue in front of the American Museum of National Natural History in New York City? Teddy Roosevelt, President of the United States on a horse. Bad, terrible, horrible. He was a bad, bad, bad man. We got to take down the statue. Really? Teddy Roosevelt? Yeah, I've got to take it down. And indeed, they took it down. New York City's American Museum 
of natural history. Well, it has not been replaced in the same place, but in the same city, a new statue has been placed atop a large New York City courthouse. Uh, and if you look, at, you, you pull this up on, on the web. Uh, all across the top of the courthouse are statues of important people, influencers. And they're all kind of a stone gray. I don't know whether they're marble or stone. I don't know. But they all look like they're made from the same material. There's a whole bunch of them up there. And they represent people who have influenced American life. And they're put up there to honor them and to remind people walking by, these are important people. Well, the courthouse has a new statue. But it's not the gray marble or stone. It is gold. You know the old phrase, sticks out like a sore thumb? Oh, my goodness. Pull it up. Oh, well, well, I better tell you. It is supposed to represent Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her support of abortion. Yeah. So if you want to look it up, uh, do a little search. Uh, Ruth Ruth Bader Ginsburg statue in uh, New York. You also might put Golden Medusa. You say, Bob, why do you mean a Golden Medusa? Well, you pull up the picture and you tell me if it doesn't look quite a bit like a statue of Medusa that has all the snakes coming out of her head. If you look closely, they're not snakes. Snakes. I have no idea what it is. It is a grotesque, eight-foot-tall, golden statue by a Pakistani-American artist, and it has been placed atop the courthouse. And, and again, it is not—not not only is it weird and bizarre, many people are calling it satanic and demonic. I don't think that's far off. I really don't. And I, you know, I try to stay away from the spectacular and, and, but take a look at it. And the artist says, quote, it's part of an urgent and necessary cultural reckoning underway as New York reconsiders traditional representations of power in public spaces and recasts civic structures to better reflect 21st century social mores. That is a statement from the sculptor. It recasts civic structures to better reflect 21st century social mores. A golden statue that looks somewhat like Medusa, honoring Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her um, fight for abortion. So we're taking down statues of Teddy Roosevelt. 
And, I, and I've looked and looked and looked, and I can't find a cogent reason that was ever given why Teddy Roosevelt was, his statue had to be taken down. Well, you know, he, he was bad. He, you know. I never found anybody really explaining what was bad about Teddy Roosevelt or what was bad about the statue. It was just wokeness on steroids. It was silly nonsense. So we're taking that down and we're putting golden statues. Okay. If you have any biblical knowledge at all, what do we learn from Scripture about golden images and golden statues and representations of people in gold? I'm thinking Nebuchadnezzar and the 90-foot-tall statue, gold statue of himself. Statues of Baal and other pagan gods and goddesses that were made out of gold. I'm thinking of the gold calf that Aaron made when the people said, "Uh, we don't want to serve Moses' God anymore. We don't know where Moses went. We need a God of our own. And they gave all of their jewelry or much of their jewelry to Aaron. Aaron sculpted this golden calf. And then, of course, when he was confronted, he told Moses, "I, I, I don't know. I just put a bunch of gold in and this thing popped out. I don't know where it came from. It just it just popped out. We are we are turning so far from the foundation that our founders laid for us. And now we're getting golden images on top of buildings like ancient Rome, ancient Greece, ancient Babylon. Uh-huh. But we we can't have Teddy Roosevelt. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 